What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever it is that you're listening, thank you for tuning in to the New Vision Life podcast. My name is Dalton Barrett, and for those of you who don't know me, I get the opportunity to serve with the Buchanan Student Ministry over at our Buchanan campus. That means I get to work through uh, students from sixth grade all the way through graduating high school, and it's an honor and a privilege to be able to do that. So thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Today we're going to be reading from the book of John, chapter 1, verses 19 through 34. So chapter 1, 19 through 34. We're going to be reading from the CSB today. We'll pick up in verse 19. It says, This was John's testimony when the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, Who are you? He didn't deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. What then? They asked him. Are you Elijah? I'm not, he said. Are you the prophet? No, he answered. Who are you then? They asked. We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What can you tell us about yourself? He said, I'm a voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, just as Isaiah the prophet said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees, so they asked him, why then do you baptize if you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet? I baptize with water, John answered them. Someone stands among you, but you don't know him. He is the one coming after me, whose sandal straps I am not worthy to untie. All of this happened in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. Verse 29, the next day John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I told you about. After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I didn't know him, but I came baptizing with water so that he might be revealed to Israel. And John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he rested on him. I didn't know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water told me, The one you see the Spirit descending and resting on, he is the one who baptizes with Holy Spirit. I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. Just a little bit of context here. The book of John, if you're unfamiliar, is one of the four Gospels. It's one of the four books in the Bible that tells the story of Jesus' life. And we're very early on in this one. In fact, we're in the first chapter of the story of Jesus' life. And we're introduced to this man named John the Baptist. And John the Baptist is a really important figure in the Jesus story. In fact, in one of the Gospels, Jesus calls him the greatest man ever born of a woman. So the greatest man outside of Jesus to walk the earth, that's the guy that we're looking at here. Him and Jesus were actually cousins, and he had a very influential part in Jesus's ministry. And here we're getting to see uh, what's going on in his life. We see two different stories here, really. In the first half of this passage, in the first half of uh, this story about John the Baptist, John the Baptist is explaining who he is to a group of prominent religious leaders at the time. Uh, His ministry had been growing and growing and growing at this point to a point of concern for these leaders. 
they practically had control of the religious market at this point, and they wanted to know what this guy who was operating outside of their jurisdiction had to offer that maybe they didn't, or even had to offer alongside what they were teaching. Um, he tells them point blank that he's not the Messiah. They come up to him and they basically just ask him, who are you? Like, what's your story? Uh, who, who are you? What gives you the authority to do the things that you're doing? Why are you doing this? And he just flat out answers, I'm not the Messiah. I'm not the savior. I'm not the, the, the person that God promised from way back in the book of Genesis. That's not me. He wanted to make that very clear from the jump. He also makes it clear that he's not the prophet Elijah or any of the other prophets, but rather he's just a man who is coming to prepare the people's hearts for Jesus' coming, for the Messiah's coming, for the Savior's coming. He's just there to get the hearts of the people ready for that. John was not there to be the Savior, but rather to lay the groundwork for Jesus to come and change the world. John here also shows just how important Jesus is going to be. He says, as cool as my ministry has been, as amazing as the things that I have been able to do have been, I'm nothing compared to this guy. I'm not even worthy of untying his shoes. I mean, he pretty much leaves him on a cliffhanger here for what Jesus is going to do over the course of the next three years, because when they came to him, clearly his his ministry had grown and he was prominent enough of a religious figure uh, to require these people to come out and and scope him out to see what he was doing. And he basically says, in that moment, he says, I'm not the guy you're looking for. I'm not the guy that you think I am. And in fact, that guy's ministry is going to be so much cooler and bigger and different and countercultural. That movement that's going to come from that is going to be so much cooler than this. And he is so much more important to me that I'm not even worthy of untying his shoes. So they leave him on this cliffhanger for what Jesus is about to do. And then after that, we jump forward to the next day. And that's when Jesus pops up on the scene. And he tells everyone right here and there, John the Baptist does, he tells everybody that this Jesus guy they're looking at is the Savior. He's the Messiah. He's the one they're looking for. No secrets, no ambiguity. He just lays it out that Jesus is here to take the sins of the world on himself and save us from what we brought on ourselves. He mentions here that Jesus is eternal and that he has always been around. He says he was the one who was before me. And he reiterates that he is here so that people's hearts might be ready to receive Jesus' message. John, once again, talks about what it is that he was sent here to do, which was to, to prepare people's hearts. Uh, he also recounts what happened when Jesus was baptized. He retells the story of Jesus' baptism, uh, which in that moment... Uh, we see God speak audibly. That's that's talked about in several of the other Gospels that tell this story. Uh, we hear God audibly speak through the heavens, and the Holy Spirit descends on Jesus in that moment. Uh, the Bible says, like a dove, it descends on him. And so we get to see the powerful story of Jesus' own baptism at the hands of his cousin, John the Baptist. We get to see John the Baptist saying here, just how important this Jesus guy is and just how powerful this movement is going to be, how much different, how countercultural it's all going to be in the grand scheme of things. And we get to see that as uh, John the Baptist is talking to these other prominent religious leaders at the time. But I think the powerful part of this story is the emphasis that John puts on Jesus's ministry before it even really begins. John the Baptist lays out exactly what Jesus is going to do, uh, and he clues everyone in on this amazing thing that they're going to witness over the next several years. See, these are people who are going to be around for it. They're going to get to see Jesus's ministry happen. 
He lays out that Jesus is the Son of God, that he is greater than anyone else who has ever walked the earth, and that he is the answer to the human condition. He's the answer to the human problem. And he does all of this while answering the question of, who are you? See, John could have talked about all of the great things that he was doing, all of the people who had entered into his ministry, how many people he had baptized, how cool this thing that he had going was. He had every opportunity to snap back at these religious leaders, to talk to these religious leaders from the perspective of, well, this is who I am, because that's even the question he was asked. They didn't ask, who is this Jesus guy? They asked him, who are you? But instead, he uses this question to direct people back to Jesus and to shift their perspective from himself to Jesus and ultimately to do the very thing he was sent to earth to do, which was to lay the groundwork for what Jesus was going to do. So John's whole purpose was ultimately to point people to Jesus. His whole purpose was to uh, just prepare the hearts of the people to receive the message of what Jesus was going to do. I think if we can take anything away from this story, it's that whatever we do in our lives, our own personal ministries, the people we tell about Jesus at work, the people who we have a chance of reflecting Jesus to in the world, ultimately, the point of that is not to look better. It's not to act better. It's not so that people can look at us and say, man, what good people, how cool it is that they do this or do that. Ultimately, the point is to shift perspective. It's to shift people's focus from us and how cool the things that we have the opportunity to do are, but instead shift them to how awesome Jesus is and how incredible this movement that we have the, the blessed opportunity to be a part of is, how powerful it is, how incredible it is, and really just how cool it is that Jesus or God lets us be part of that story and lets us be part of that movement. And I think ultimately John just shows that beautifully in this story, how he understands, maybe more than most, definitely more than me, that it's not really about me. It's not really about us, but ultimately it is and always has been about Jesus. Thanks for listening to the podcast this morning. I hope that this can uh, help you to understand just what it's all really about. Maybe give some perspective on some things. I know it's kind of helped me a lot during this time. Uh, tune back in tomorrow for more of the New Vision Life podcast. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.